Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to those online, those in person, those listening on our podcast. And uh, this will, of course, be posted in our Back to Basics Shiur number three tonight's Shiur, sponsored by Mr. and Mrs. Moshe Ben-Dayan in memory of Yitzchak ben Tolila Bar Aharon, May the words of Torah that we say this evening be the Nishmatotin, Again, welcome everybody for joining us in this long journey. And we don't know when it will end until Mashiach comes. But we're here, we're at the beginning of it, and we'll look back. Again, if this is your first time joining, that's okay. And uh, nothing wrong with that. You can listen to the first two classes on our website, findingholiness.com. Uh, or uh, findingholiness.sprout.com, where we find all the latest, wherever you listen to your podcast. We are on first parak of Chumash, Bereshit, Perik Aleph, Pasuk, Yudalid. We are beginning the fourth day of creation. We study the Chumash with Rashi, and then after 30 minutes, we move on to Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah Berura. So, Perik Aleph, Pasuk, Yudalid. Vayomer Elohim. Elohim said, God said, Let there be light, lights in the rakia, uh, in the firmament of heaven. To separate ben hayom uben halayla, to differentiate between day and night. They will be signs and for seasons. And for days and for years. And these me'orot, these luminaries, will um, they will be luminaries, birkia shamaim in the firmament in the heaven, leha'ira la'aretz, to shine down on earth. Vayichen, and so it was. Vayas Elohim, and God made et shenea me'orot ha'gedolim, the two great luminaries, et ha'ma'or ha'gadol le'memshelet ha'yom, the bigger luminary to take command of the day. Vet ha'ma'or ha'katon le'memshelet ha'layla, and the smaller luminary, to take command at night, and as well, the stars. God placed them in the heavens, to shine down on the land. And as well, to rule on day and at night, and to make a difference between day and the night, and darkness, light and darkness, sorry. And God saw that it was good. Yom Revi'i, and it was evening, and it was morning, fourth day. Okay, so that is the creation of the fourth day. So let's look at Rashi, Pasuk Yud Dalid. <coughs> Rashi says, Yehi me'orot ve'gomer miyom rishon nivre'u. So again, Rashi is continuing with his thesis that everything was really created on day one. Everything was created on day one. Miyom rishon nivre'u, ubarevi'i, but on the fourth day, he commanded them to be suspended in the heavens. That's what happened on the fourth day. Um, now, interesting, it says, Yehi me'orot. Yehi is singular, to imply that only one of them is going to be, is going to illuminate the others. Of course, yeah, comes in. Only one of them is going to illuminate. Uh, that's why the Lashon Yehi is used, not Yehu. 
So one of them we know that being the sun. <clears throat> and again, for those following online, there is a link posted in the chat where you can uh, you can follow with um, with the Sefaria website. In fact, Rashi says, everything in the heavens and the earth were created in day one. And each one of them was just set and put in its place on the day that it was decreed. So in, in day four, it was, the, it was the sun and the moon and the stars, but it was really created in day one. Who shekatuv et hashamayim so Rashi here is saying, when the opening pasuk said, Bereshit para Elohim et hashamayim ve'et ha'aretz, should have just said, Bereshit para Elohim hashamayim ve'ha'aretz, the word et comes to include toledotehem, in, 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 the, what, what, the, the, the children of, of the shamayim, or the branches of shamayim. So what is, the, what is the branches of shamayim? That's the moon and the stars. Ve'et ha'aretz le'rabotoledotea. And also ve'et ha'aretz, the et comes to include the, the trees, and the greenery, and Gan Eden as well, which is the branches of what stems from, from the ground. We see this in many places. Of course, one of the most famous examples is Et Hashem Elokecha Tira, that Hashem, uh, you shall fear Hashem your God. The word Et comes, as is, is Doresh in the Gemara. Okay, next, next Rashi, Yehi Me'orot. Rashi here notices that the word Me'orot is spelled Haser Vav Ktiv. It's spelled without a Vav. <clears throat> Two vavs seem to be missing, in fact, but it's missing at least one vav. Uh, so why is it missing? So he says, "Al shehu yom meera lipor askara betinokot." With regards to the the cursed day where um, a askara, which is a type of disease, will fall upon the tinokot. It's a stomach disease that um, that leads up to the throat. On the fourth day, they would fast for this disease called Askara Shaloti Polbatinokot that wouldn't uh, that wouldn't fall on the Tinokot. So who would fall? The Gemara Masachetanit tells us who fasted. The Anshem Ma'amad, those that are in charge of the Korbanot Sibur, the Korbanot of the of the uh, of the congregation of the Sibur, they would fast on Wednesday specifically for this. So every Yom Rebbe'i, there would be some members of the Anshem Ma'amar, the Kohanim, and the, those that are standing watching over the Korbanot Sibur, that they would fast for this Askara disease that seemed to have plagued many children, especially uh, with, with stomach problems. Was so, it the Amoraim or the so, Amoraim? What time is that? This is the time of the Beit HaMikdash. Mm-hmm. Time of the Beit So the word Me'orot is spelled, so okay, what does that have to do with missing above? Okay, what does that do with missing about? Because me'era, me'era, me'oro, me'era means a curse, a curse, cursed day. Umkalelcha aor. Kadosh Baruch Hu tells Abraham Avinu, whoever curses you, aor, I will curse them. So me'era is a lashon curse. So it, if they had a vav there, then you know it's talking about or as in light. But Kadosh Baruch Hu purposely wrote the Torah without the vav because the fourth day is, is, can also be read me'era. Me'era is a cursed day. That's what happened on Wednesday. Lehavdil ben hayom uben halayla to to make a difference or to separate between the day and the night. So Rashi here says mishenignaz haor harishon when that first original light was was stored away. It was nignaz. It was stored away. So the original light. These are this is a light that the reshaim are not worthy of. 
it was stored away after the seven the the, the seven days of creation. And um, Rashi is going to tell us now what will be following. Aval but during the seven days of creation, shimshu haor harishonim yachad ben hayomu ben alayla. The 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 light and the day, or the, sorry, the light and the night, day and, and night, um, use this this or that was uh, that was brought upon in the day one, and it was brought together between day and night. But again, after the seventh day, after the the, the creation was finished, that original light was stored away for Labo, for the tzaddikim in the future, um, <clears throat> either in Olam Abab, they get to use that that light and they witness that light. Ve'ayuleotot, these meorot, these lights will be for uh, as a sign. They will act as a sign. So Rashi says, "Kesha meorot lokin," when there is an eclipse, when they're literally means that they're they're struck. You don't see them. They should be there, but you don't see them because they're being blocked. Siman ra la'olam. It's a bad sign for the world. Shneemar for the pasuk says, "Meorot hashamayim al tehatu." Right? From, from the signs of heaven, do not fear. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made and placed uh, these me'orot, these luminaries in, in, in the heavens. It was His will. And when they're there, you don't have any reason to worry from any form of retribution. But if the me'orot are are laku, um, if they're nilku, if they've been struck, if they're eclipsed, for whatever reason, that's a reason to be worried. It's a simandra, uh, simandra olam. Although many people, you know, enjoy trying to see eclipses, but uh, in the world of the spiritual, it's not something that's that's good. Ulmo adim, and for the seasons, Rashi says al shem haatid for the for the future sheatidim Israel leitztavot al hamoadim. Because in the future, the Jewish people will alamoadot. The Jewish people will be commanded with regards to the holidays. And they will be reckoned through the molad of the levana, the appearance of of the new moon. So even though that the, even though the holidays are established by the moon, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu sought to create the sun because we need the sun's effect to look at that the moon, of course. So therefore, the pasuk. Um, uh, uh, attributes both me'orot for the, the mo'adim. Should have just said maybe the ma'ora katon for the holidays. That's what we need. We don't pay attention to the sun for the holidays. We pay attention to the moon. But no, we need the sun's rays that shine on the moon in order to recognize what stage the moon's at. So therefore, both of them uh, are attributed to the seasons. Uli <clears throat> yamim. Yamim are here days. Shimush hachama chatsi yom veshimush halevana chetsiyo. So the sun is for, is for is there for half of the day, and the moon is there for the other half, and that's how you get your your full day. Uh, okay, we know that, but uh, nevertheless, it's uh, Rashi Rashi's telling us how they are there for for the day. Veshanim, what about for years? Lesof shlosh meot veshishim chamisha yamim. At the end of three hundred and sixty-five days, yigmeru mahalachan bishnem asar mazalot hamsharetim otam. The the sun will travel. A complete orbit through the twelve constellations, Hamsharetim Otam, that are that are are, are serving it. There are twelve constellations. or groups. Constellations are groups of stars uh, that are seen around the universe. They each have the same distance apart from each other. Why are they called Mazalot? 
Why are they called mazal from lashon mazal? Okay, mazal we translate as luck, but it's mazalot is actually from the Aramaic word of azal. Azal in Aramaic means walking, traveling through, because the sun and moon both travel through these constellations. That's why they're called uh, mazalot. And of course, the twelve constellations are for those that are are unaware: Aries, Tor, Aries is the first month. That's uh, Nisan. Then you have Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra. Libra is Tishrei. That's why you have the the scale balancing. Scorpius. That's where we are now. Uh, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. Okay, so those are the twelve constellations. They do exist. However, like I always tell my my students. Um, they don't exist based on what you read in the newspaper or the magazine. That's not that's not the, what the, your horoscope is about. You read 30 the magazines, you're going to get 30 interpretations of what your day is going to be about. So don't pay attention to that, but indeed they do, uh, they do exist. Maybe one day um, we'll go into more, more depth about that. So that's what a year is. A year is when the, actually, when the sun and the moon go through each one of these, to all 12 constellations. And they come back and start again a second time. This is why it's called a Shana. Why is a year called a Shana? Because it's Shona, it repeats. It repeats, um, going around the whole uh, circuit again. To go around the universe like the first time. Okay. Next, Pasu. Okay. Shall be as uh, luminaries. There's another purpose. All right. So now, not only do we have the, the, the sun and the moon in order for the seasons and for a day, but now also they need to provide light to the world. That's another, that, that, which we might consider to be the main purpose. <laughs> to God, it was the second purpose brought down. But for, for us, definitely, is to bring light on the world. Look what she says here in, in Pasuk Tezayin. Shavim Nivreu. They were created equally, equal size, moon, sun and moon. But the moon was uh, decreased itself. Decreased itself. Because it complained when it said, It's impossible for two kings to wear one crown. The moon looked around and said, it can't work, it doesn't work, it doesn't work, to, you know, you can't have two, two luminaries, two huge things in the, in the sky. So it was the moon that lowered itself, and the Kadosh Baruch Hu told the moon, there, the Gemara there tells, tells how Kadosh Baruch Hu told the moon, you have to be like your people who are going to follow your calendar. Your people are humble people, Jewish people, so you have to humble yourself. So the moon uh, made itself smaller. Veta kochavim. Because the, he caused the moon to, to decrease in size, he increased her hosts. The, 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 in essence, the, what we're saying is that the stars belong to the moon. It's like they're her, the, the people that are, the, the stars accompany the moon to calm her down. To make her, okay, now you feel a little bit better now. You got all these people. So you only see the stars at night when you see when you see the moon. Okay, that is that concludes day number four. Let's go on to day number five, Pasuk Kaf, back to the Psukim. And I heard an amazing thing. Yeah? The moon is exactly 400 times smaller than the sun. And the sun just happens to be almost exactly 400 times away 
oh, wow. further away. No, so That's maybe, why when we have eclipses of it's the a, sun it's a the perfect, moon, uh, they look exactly the same. same. They fit perfect. But the real amazing thing that the guy said at the end that I saw this, the guy said at the end, he says, for this to happen randomly is like impossible. It's like the odds are like... Of course. Quadrillion. This is all... Uh, like it's almost impossible that you can have two objects that are exactly 400 times apart, 400 times smaller, on the exact same orbit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Awesome. So let's move on to Pasuka, Pasuka. Seth. Seth. Do you mind getting them to close the... Yeah, whoever is it? Just close the gym door so, so we, don't, we don't hear the background noise. Thank you. Okay, moving on to this Vayomer Elohim. This is day number five. God said, Yishretzu Hamayim. Let the, uh, the water swarm. Swarm of what? Sheretz Nefesh Chaya. A swarming of a living creature. Ve'of Ya'ofef ala Aretz. And fowl flying over the earth. Al Hashamayim. On the face of the heavens. God also created the sea monsters. And as well, all the living beings that crawl. That are crawling in the water. Each of its own kind. As well, all the winged birds, fowl, each of its own kind. And God said it was good. God said, God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. And fill the waters. Okay? And their birds shall, um, the birds shall multiply. And it was evening and it was day, morning, Day number five. Okay, Rashi here says, Nefesh Chaya, Bahyut. That there shall be life, a creature that has life in it. Now, this is the first time that we see, okay, a life source that is that is created, right? The animals are coming next next day, but this is the first time the creepy crawlers, okay, is uh, is the first time that we see uh, such a thing. And as well, this is also where the fish were created. So, this is the first time that we're seeing some, some sort of life force here. Sheretz. Sheretz says, Kol davar hai, any living being, that is not tall from the ground. So it's very, it lays very low. So it gives examples. Ba'of, with regards to uh, something that flies or a fowl, kegon zvuvim, a fly. Believe it or not, a fly, based on Rashi, is a type of bird, is a type of, of fowl, right? Bashikatim uh, with regards to insects, kegon nemalim chipushin v'tolaim, like ants or beetles or worms. Uba beriot and with regards to mammals, kegon choled achbar v'chomet. So it's like a weasel, a mouse, and a lizard v'kaotze b'hem v'chola dagim and all the fish. So now there's actually a uh, girsa. I don't know what girsa you have over there here, but there's a girsa change that uh, many people say it shouldn't say v'chola dagim, it should say v'chen hadagim. I don't know what you have in your in your uh, so the whole, so the dagim, really, and same by the fish. So you, if you say vechol adagim, that means maybe all the fish are considered sheretz uh, because they lay low in a way. But but uh, but many of the girsa change says it's vechen adagim. So too by fish, 
there are certain fish that stay low to the ground, like octopus. That would be like a type of shedet with regards to the waters. Hataninim. Hataninim, Rashi says, Dagim gedolim shebayam. These are sea monsters, huge fish in the sea. Uvdivre agada, according to the Agadic explanation, hu liviatan uben zugol. This is the famous Leviathan and its mate. Shebiram zacharu nekeba, that God created a male and female. Veharaget ha nekeba, but, but, but um, God killed the nekeba, umelachal le tzadikim latid lavo. And salted it away for the tzaddikim. Again, in the future, they will be eat, eating this this uh, leviathan creature. So now, why did God have to kill the, the nekeva? Why couldn't he leave both of them? That's simple. Because if they continue to multiply, <laughs> there goes everything. Right? The world, the world really can't exist. It'll overtake, overtake mamash hakol. Okay. And that's why it says hataninim ktiv. The taninim is written it, without the letter yud between the nun and the mem to 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 represent like it's one, not not plural. Okay, and again nefesh chaya, nefesh chaya, nefesh sheyesh ba chiyut. Again, again, another another soul that has a, a life force to it. This is regards to the uh, the birds. Vayvarechotam, God bless him. Lefi shemechaserim otam because we decimate them. And we trap them and we eat them. This is what we do to animals. Right? We trap the fish, we eat the fish. We trap birds, we kill the birds, we eat them. So, so therefore, they needed a blessing because uh, uh, to, to continue to multiply. Even the, the wild animals needed a blessing. But because the snake that was going to, the story will come soon, um, needed a curse, so God didn't bless the wild animals. So it's a snake not be included in the blessing. What is the, what is the blessing he gave them? Peru urvu. So Peru means leshon peri, like a fruit. Kilomar asu perot. Make fruit, make more. Urvu. What does it mean urvu multiply? So Rashi said, why do you have to tell me urvu? You already told me Peru. I only tell me to be fruitful. Why are you tell me to multiply? So she says, "Im lo amar ela peru." If you only told me to be fruitful, haya echad molid echad velo yoter. You have one child, and that's it. You told me to multiply. I might I multiply. There we go. I'm good. Leave me alone. No. So therefore, uba urbu shechad molid alve. That one shall um, produce many. What does it mean, urvu? Multiply. 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 All right. So if it was just just to be fruitful, one would be enough. Uh, one but uh, one fruit. But multiply is teaches me that many more. Okay. Day six. Pasuk Is that a modern Hebrew word too? How do they say multiply? Like in math. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <clears throat> All right. Harbe. Harbe is also a lot, right? Okay. That's a lashon. So. Um, day number six, the longest day of the of the week in terms of its description. God said, "Let the land bring out nefesh uh, chaya the a living creature of its kind, behema cattle, varemes bechayto eretz, and beasts of the earth, lemina each of its kind, vayichen, and so it was. and God made it chaya lemina 
the wild beasts of the earth, each of its kind, and the cattle of its kind, and the crawling, uh, the crawling creatures of the animals in um, uh, of the land of its kind. And God saw it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image and in our likeness. They shall rule the fish of the sea and the birds of the heavens and the animals and all the land. And all the, cra- the creepy crawlers that crawl the land. So God created man in his image. In his image he created him. Zacharun keva paraotam, man, male and female, he created them. Vayvarechotam Elohim, God blessed him. Elohim, Elohim, God said to them, Peru urbu milu etaradechivshua, be fruitful and multiply and subdue the land. Urdu and rule. Bidgata yamuvov shamayim. This is the command to rule over the fish, uvov hashamayim and the birds of the heaven. Uchochayar omeset alaretz or any creature that crawls on the land. Vayomer Elohim and God said, Hine natati lachem et kol esev. Zorea Zera, behold, I give you all the seed bearing herbs, that is found on the land, and all the trees that has fruit that have a seed in it. It's all for you to eat. And all to all the beasts of the earth, and to all the, the fowl of the heavens, and anything that crawls that has a living force, they can eat the herbs as well. And so it was. Notice that there's no no allowance to eat animals yet. That we're going to talk about that in Rashi. But God saw that everything that He did, He saw everything that He did. And it was very good. Yom Hashishi, and it was evening and morning. Day six. So let's quickly go through the Rashi's and the, uh, day six, and then we'll move on to the Shulchan Aruch. So Rashi says, "Totzeh Again, who perashti? This is what this pasuk Abdalit. Totzeh haaretz. Who perashti? I explained this already. Sheakol nivrami yomarishon. Everything that was created in day one. Velo hutzrechu elaleotziyam. I only need this to now. That I'm telling the land to put out the animals. The animals were already created from day one, but now they're just emerging uh, from the land. Um, <clears throat> so, so, uh, so, so, one of the people asked a question: Is why does it say Vayivra, what God created by the by the sea monsters, Vayivra Tainim Gedolim and Vayivra Adam Betzalmo, right? So he said, what was created was the fact that they were big. That was that was created new, and the fact that that he created man in his image. That was also, but the the man the man itself was a physical force, whatever that was. Okay, was something that was already there uh, prior from, from, from day one. Big Hidush. Um, okay. Nefesh Haya, Sheyesh Pachyut. And again, another Nefesh that has life force. Varemes, Hem Shiratim. These are the crawlers. Shehem Nemuchim that are short, low. Veromsim Aretz. And they crawl on the land. Venirim, Kiilu Nigrarim. And they look like they're, being, they're dragging themselves. Sheen Hiduchan Nikar. They don't, they, wherever they walk, it's not noticeable. Uh, it's a French term. Any time, that, that's what it means. Remes and Sheretz is talking about these creepy crawlers. Vayas, was it God made Chayat Aretz? Tiknam betzivyonam. He established them in their full form. Betikunan uvchomatan, and their complete stature. Pasuk Kavav Rashi, famous Rashi here. Na ase Adam, let us make man. 
Rashi here says, We see God's humility through this Pasuk. How do we see that? Because man is very similar to the angels, and the angels got jealous. So therefore God consulted with the angels. So we make man, he consulted. You should know, Rashi says, that whenever God judges the kings, he always consults with his heavenly house, which is the Beddin Shel Mala. We see this in the, with the wicked king Achav, Micha told him, I, see, I saw God sitting on his throne, and we see on all the people, that is referring to the angels, who is right and left, so Rashi says, Is there even a right and a left to God? What does it mean right and left? God, God is not physical. What's right and left? Right? Some people are to his right telling you Achav and trying to make you innocent and try, some on the left are trying to make you um, to guilty. Um, so this is, this is proof that when he judges kings, he judges them with the angels. This is a pasuk in Sefer Daniel. By the decree of the destructive angels is the matter, and by the words of the holy ones is the edict. This pasuk in Daniel is regards to a dream that Nebuchadnezzar, Melech Babel, had, and it was decreed upon him that he was going to be exiled from mankind. He wouldn't be able to live with man for seven years, and he had to live out in the, in the jungle, with the beasts of the field. So that also we see that it was the angels who were being consulted. Afkan, so to hear, he wanted to get permission from the angels. So he said to the angels, up, up in the heavens, you the angels, I have like my likeness. If, if my likeness is not available by mankind, then, then there's going to be jealousy in um, in uh, the creation of the world. And that's why, by the way, sometimes you find Shamayim comes before Aretz and sometimes it's the opposite. Where sometimes the Torah puts the word Shamayim in advance of Aretz and sometimes Aretz comes before Shamayim to show you that they're equal. Uh, that's, that was the message God wanted to send. Na'aseh Adam, let us make man. Even though that the angels didn't help him in their informing man, you have room here for the heretics to uh, rebel and complain. Still, the Pasuk does not prevent us, teaches us how God was humble. That the greater one, God, comes and seeks advice and permission from the smaller one. If the Pasuk would have wrote, wrote, I will make man. We wouldn't know that he spoke with his beddin, with the angels. He just consulted himself. But when it actually came to the creation of man, it said by Yivra, he created, meaning one and not many. We're going a little bit over our time here in terms of the 30 minutes, but we're smack, smack in the middle. Betzalmenu, bitfus shelanu. In our image, kidmutenu, lehavinu laskil. Man has the ability to understand and be successful. Veyirdu bitgatayam. They will rule over the fish of the sea. Yesh palashon hazeh, leshon ridui, ulushon yerida. 
the word ve'yirdu can be, the shoresh is either control and rule, or also laredet is to go down. So Rashi notices that. And he says, Zacha rode bechayotu be'amot. The man is worthy enough, if he follows the ways of God, he will rule over the, the beasts and the animals. Lo zacha, but if he's not worthy, then, then the animals will rule him and he will have no power um, or, uh, to, 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 to do anything. God created man in his image, in the form made for him. That everything was created uh, every, the rest of the uh, the creations were created by uh, speaking, God saying, but man was created by Yadaim with his hands. Not actually his hands, but we're going to see it like an, uh, an image. Like it says, you placed your hand on me. He was made with like a dye. Not a dye like you died, but like a dye that makes an imprint. Like, the, like a coin that is created from a stamp. Shekorin, coin. Rashi even says, it's called the coin, right? It's called the coin. The The die changes uh, like clay. And this is the source that we see that every human being is going to look differently. Like the dyes always change over time. As you use more, as things develop, right? Faces and, and images change. In the Tselem in the, in the, uh, of, uh, of Elohim he created, Okay, it's a Tselem of the likeness of, um, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, made with his hands. Another famous Rashi, that he created male and female. Later on he says, How does it mean? Later on he says that God took from the male, from the thigh, and created Chava. Here it's saying that he created both at the same time. So Midrash Agada, the Midrash writes, God created two faces, Beriari Shonam, in the original, um, in the, in, in the original creation, two faces facing opposite directions, connected by the back. And afterwards he uh, separated, separated them, I guess, from the thigh. Upsuto Shel Mikra, the simple meaning of the Pasuk is, It's just telling us that both were created on day six. It doesn't tell us how they were created, but they were both done on day number six. That's the simple explanation of the Pasuk. They, so it's not one or the other. Well, according to the Midrash, Agada, you have this Midrash that was, uh, they were connected by the back, and they were, yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much, and then God separated them. But the simple shot of the pasuk is... The other is, one is they took from his uh, rib yes, or whatever. Yeah. So which one is it? We don't know. It doesn't matter. Well, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, one behind the Midrash. One said, well, uh, the simple shot of the pasuk, Rashi is saying, is they were both created on day six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, how, no, would they, they how would it happen? You have a diff- different explanations. And you will subdue it. Again, Rashi notices, chaser vav. It's missing a vav. Here we see that the male will rule over the female. He will rule her. So the male has rulership over the female that to prevent her from going out and being a yatsanit, being too out there and spontaneous is not good for ladies. Ladies are better like Sarai Menu, who stay in the tent, humble, modest. We also learn from here that it's man who has the obligation 
to be uh, to be fruitful and multiply, not the woman. Um, for you, God equated the uh, all the animals for for with man in terms of food. He didn't allow man and his wife, Adam and his wife, to kill an animal and eat meat. Everybody at this moment is eating vegetation. Only when when Noah after the flood, that's when he permitted to eat meat. Why after Noah? Because the animals were saved in the merit of Noah. That's the only reason. So as a as a reward. Mankind was able to eat from the animals. The last Rashi, Hosif Hey Basishi. You notice it says Yom Hashishi. There's a Hey over here. Bigmar Bereshit at the end of creation. Rashi gives two reasons. Number one, that God made a condition with the word that the Jewish people will accept the five. That's the Hey, the five. Books of Chumash, of Torah. Davar Acher, Yom Hashishi, the, the sixth day, Kulam Teruyim Be'omdim Ad Yom Hashishi. This, everything that he created until now is dependent and waiting for the sixth day, Hu Shishi Be'sivan, which is the sixth day of Sivan, the day of Shavuot, Hamuchan Lematan Torah, which is prepared for Matan Torah. Shebeyom Vav Ve'sivan, on day, on the sixth day of Sivan, Shekiblu Yisrael Ha Torah, that the Jewish people Except the Torah, nitchazeku kol yetzirat pereshit. Everything that was created in these six days strengthened themselves. They became even stronger. Benechshav kiru nivra haolam ata. It's as if they were created that day on Vav Sivan. It's like a new creation. Bezel yom hashishi beheshi oto yom vav besivan. And that will conclude the uh, six days of creation. We'll continue next week in our chumash. We're moving now to our halacha mishnah berura again for those online. You can find it uh, on the uh, link that I posted there in the chat. We are on still Siman Aleph Se'if Hey, so we're still in the first the first Siman of Shulchan Aruch, um, and we're really still talking about the man's um, conduct in the morning. <laughs> we'll give a few seconds for people to open it up, but it's uh, there. You got it. Yeah, there you go. Page Hey. All right. So, Seifei Mechaber says, Suhan Ruch writes, Tov Lomar, Parashat HaAkeda, Uparashat Haman, Vaaseret HaDibrot, Uparashat Ola Umincha, Ushlamim Vechatat Vehasham. It is good to say every morning, the Parashat of the Akedat Yitzchak, that's what we do. Parashat Haman, that's the, the Parashat of the food that came from heaven, we don't do that. Va'aseret ha'dibrot, and the Ten Commandments, we also don't do that. Uparashat ola u'mincha u'shlamim v'chatat v'asham, we do do that. Those are the uh, korbanot. Ve'davka be'yachid, the Ramah writes, specifically a, um, a yachid, someone's praying by himself, mutal lomar aseret ha'dibrot bekol yom. Is he allowed to say the Ten Commandments every day? Aval asur le'omram betzibur, but you're not allowed to say them in uh, tzibur. You see it? Siman yeah. alam. Okay, so let's look at the Mishnah Bura at the bottom. Sif Katan Yud Gimel, Parashat HaAkeda. So Parashat HaAkeda, Kodem Parashat HaKorbanot. This is read before 
all the korbanot that we read. In fact, that's how the Svaradim begin their whole tefillah. They begin their tefillah with Parashat HaKedah, Vahiyah Achara Devarim Ha'ele. Ve'yachol omar Parashat HaKedah u Parashat Haman afilu b'Shabbat. And you and uh, you could even say Parashat HaKedah and Parashat Haman even on Shabbat. Uh, it's a, g- a good point here to, to say that there were various customs in Morocco with regards to uh, the Parashat HaAkedah on whether it was uh, why whether it was said on Shabbat or not. This is why the Mishnah Barah is even saying that you could do it. Um, the the most of Morocco did not say uh, the Parashat HaAkedah Vahi Achar. They started with Ashrenu Matov Chelkenu, and the reason is because par- the reason why we say Parashat HaAkedah is. Is is reminiscing or re- recollecting how Abraham Avinu subdued uh, Yitzchak on the Mizbeach, and Abraham represents Chesed, and Yitzchak represents Gevura. So we want our day to be controlled by Chesed, not by strict judgment. So that's why we read it on Shabbat. We don't have that issue. All right, there's no there's no Din, there's no Gevura on Shabbat till towards the end of Shabbat, not in the morning definitely. So therefore, we don't have that issue. So therefore, many people did not have the custom to recite. Parashat HaAkedah in the morning. But nevertheless, Yusam Barah says, you want to say it, you could still say it on Shabbat. Ve'en dai ba'amirah. But he says it's not enough to just say it with words. Ponen mashu omer. You have to you have to understand what you're saying. Ve'yakid niflaot Hashem recognize the miracles of God. Ve'kend ma'ashe'amru ba'gemara. This is exactly what the Gemara said. Kol ha'omer te'ilah le'david shalosh pe'amim ve'kol yom muftach lo she'ben ha'olam abba. Anyone who says who says Te'ilal David that's Asher Shvevetecha three times is guaranteed Olam Abba Gamken Be'ofenazeh same thing same uh, same idea it's not just recite words not knowing what you're saying Olam Abba no the, the deep meanings so now Betam Lamirat Kozeh why are we saying uh, all of this Ki Parashat Akedah the Parashat Akedah Kedeli Skor Zechut Avot we want to mention and remember the merit of our Avot every single day VeGam Kedeli Leachniya Yitzro and also in order to to um, to humble our uh, a man's inclination, just like Yitzchak was willing to give over his uh, his soul. That's why we say Akedat Yitzchak. Uparashat Haman. So why do we say Parashat Haman? Kedei sheyamin shekol mezonotav ba'in be'ashkacha pratit, so that we truly believe that all of our parnasah comes be'ashkacha pratit. That God is watching over every single person. With their parnasah, we don't have the custom to say the parashat aman every day. Although I'm, I'm sure there are people that do say it based on this uh, mishnah berura, we have the custom to say it on the one day on, during the year of parashat um, beshalach. I think the, the Tuesday parashat beshalach. Uchdichtiv. What else is written in that parashah of the man? Hamarbe lo hedif amamit lo echzir. Right? One who took a lot, okay, he didn't end up with a lot, and someone who took a little didn't lack. To teach me lehorot mo'il meuma. You can try all you want when it comes to your parnasah, but what God's going to give you what you need. All right, it doesn't matter. So haishadut lo mo'il meuma. Ve'ita beYerushalmi berachot. It's written in Masechet berachot in the in the Talmud Yerushalmi. Kol haomer parashat haman muftach lo sheloi ma'atum ezonotav. Anybody who says parashat haman. It's promised that he will have panasai, he will not lack or be deficient of mezonot. Why do we say the Ten Commandments? So that we, um, that we um, remember the Ma'amad Arsinai, and strengthen our emunah 
in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Uparashat HaKorbanot, De'amrinan Bimnachot, and the Parashat HaKorbanot that we say in Masechem Menachot, Zot Torat HaChatat, these are the laws of Korban Chatat, Kol HaOsek BeTorat Chatat, Ke'ilu Hiklif Chatat. Anybody who engages in the study of the Korbanot, Torat Chatat, is like he brought a Korban Chatat. So if you open many Sidurim, yeah, I just have one next to me over here. This is a Sephardic Sidur, I believe. Nusach Sephard, okay, maybe not. But here in the back, it has it has a Parashat Haman. It's written the Parashat Haman in the back of, 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 of Shacharit. And there are many Sidurim that might have um, um, the, uh, yeah, the the Shesh Zechirot, the Ten Remembrances, and the um, and the, 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 the Anima Amins. All right, so it's very... Um, you know, it's, we see many Sidurim, they bring this down so that uh, you can fulfill a lot of this stuff. Good Sidurim will have it. Okay. Ushlamim. Ushlamim Rashi's, uh, the Rashi, get Rashi. Uh, the Mishnah says, Vehu Adin Parashat Toda. This is the same thing with the, uh, the Parashat of Toda. The Gam Hi Bichlal Shelamim. Korban Toda, the Korban of Thanksgiving, is part of a Shelamim. Beachar Ola Ushlamim Betoda. After the parasha of the burnt offering, Shlamim and Toda, Yomar Parashat Nesachim, you recite the parasha of the Nisuch Hamayim and Nisuch uh, the Nesachim, Ki en zevach belo Nesachim, there's no korban without pouring of the wine. Aval chatat ve'asham en ta'un Nesachim, but the korban chatat and the asham do not require this wine libation. Ve'chatat, ayin be'magen Abraham, Look at the Magen Avram who writes, Shekatav, De'im yodea shenit chayev chatat. If a person knows that he would require a korban chatat, if it was a bet amigdash now. So a guy, chas v'shalom, he, um, he made an avera v'shogeg on Shabbat. He broke one of them, broke Shabbat v'shogeg. Right? By accident. Obviously, if it was accident, if it was on purpose, he'd be uh, stoned to death. Okay, but if it, but if it was, so the accident has to be korban chatat. Yomar parashat chatat kodem. Magen Avram says, that's the first parasha you should say. You should say parashat chatat first because uh, he knows he didn't have it up. But from some of the poskim, that's not uh, that's not what we do. Let's turn the page. Mishnah Bura bet sibur. So Mishnah Bura, the Rama says you shouldn't say the Ten Commandments bet sibur mipenea kofrim for those uh, who are kofer b'torah who um, deny the Torah. Shiomru en Torah elazu. They say they're going to say, oh, the you know only the Torah is really just the Ten Commandments. That's what God, that's what Moshe, God, and Har Sinai, that's the, that's the only part of the Torah. So if you start, if you start saying it in a public setting all the time, that's what people are going to think. Ah, you see, we're right. It's only the Ten Commandments that's important. Ubifrad bismanin. He says, most specifically in our time. That's why a person should not write the Ten Commandments on a, uh, a, a kuntres, a notebook that is, or, or a sheet that is specific for the tzibur. There are those who write the law asur leomro betzibur elakov o ben aberachot kemo keriat shema that the whole prohibition of saying it in a, in a congregation is establishing it within the brachot of keriat shema. So this has to, this is about kodem baruch shemar mutar afetzibur. But before baruch shemar, you're allowed to say the Ten Commandments. So this stems from a machloket in the Gemara where um, where the the chachamim are debating whether or not you should say keriat shema. Uh, whether you should not say Aser Tadibrot during, during Tefillah. If you remember the Gemara, if you learn the Gemara. But the conclusion is we don't say the Aser Tadibrot because of these kofrim, because we're worried what people are going to say. And not to worry because they are all hinted in the Shema Israel. And if you have, again, a good, very good Sidur, you will see in the Shema Israel the right, the Ten Commandments, right? Uh, 
th- these words correspond to obviously the first one. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad is the first commandment. Is Anochi Hashem Elokecha. That's uh, the whole belief in God. All right. So you see that throughout. Aleman Yirbu Yemechem is uh, is Kabelet Avicha Vetimecha because the reward for Kabelet Avicha Vetimecha is long life. So we see hinted in the Shema is all the Ten Commandments as well. That's what the Gemara concludes. Yes, uh, no, we wrote that. Um, we said that However, we we just prohibit it from a tzibur altogether. And a yachid could say it, but not during tefillah. But to, even for a, um, a person who's praying by himself to say the Ten Commandments in the uh, within the the brachot, that is not allowed. Okay. Uh, so we don't say the Ten Commandments. We don't say we don't have a custom to say the Ten Commandments because during we're worried that someone's gonna. Yeah, there, there were people. There were people that that didn't know the the history of Muhammad Arzina and said, "Okay, didn't Moshe Rabbeinu got the Ten Commandments? That's all he got. Everything else is bogus, right?" And Ten Commandments—that's what counts. And look, that's why reason why, by the way, many are against the custom of standing for the Ten Commandments, right? We Moroccans are very makpid on that. That they, well, we stand for Ten Commandments, right? Um, but those that are against it is for that reason, not to give the indication that this that's is, all that, that's all of this. Okay. okay, moving back up to the Shulchan Aruch, Se'iv Vav, Parashiyot HaKorbanot, Lo Yomar Ela Bayom. You should only say these parashiyot during the day. A very short Se'iv, uh, so let's look at the Mishnah Bruah Bayom, of the Korbanot, what we say before Hodu. Then a korbanot because simple because the korbanot have to be brought during the day. You can't bring a korban at night, so they have to be said at day. Uh, but the the uh, the and which which we do, I, I believe we do the, the deshen, but we don't do the kiyor. It could be said before. This is interesting um, uh, because based on this shita, um, you you wouldn't be allowed to say any korbanot. Early in the morning, right? So uh, our our minyan early in the morning at uh, six thirty, where we start, it's still dark outside. It's not daytime. How can you say all these korbanot? You can't do so, right? Based on this, but based on this chat, you know, korbanot have to be in the day. That's why he says ve'im en lopnai. If you have no other option, he says yachol lemor gam parashat korbanot balayla. But you can also say the uh, korbanot um, at night. After dawn, it's certainly okay. Some say even even before. But really, you should try at least after dawn. Ve'im tzarich amidam. And if whether or not these parashiot require standing, ayen besiman memchet. Look at later on in siman memchet forty-eight per mishnah brua sif katan aleph. Katav bishlat v'rin deshlat kadosh. The Shabbat v'yom tov lo yomar yehiratzon. You should not say the Yehiratzon. The Yehiratzon that's being referred to is, and every day we say this Yehiratzon, may be your will, God, that the Korbanot, or the Parashiot that I'm about to say, okay, or the Tefillah that I'm about to say, sorry, should be in place of the Korbanot that, that were supposed to be brought. But now that we don't have, we don't have a Bet HaMikdash. So it says on Shabbat and Yom Tov, you don't say the Yehiratzon. There are those that say that Shlat. The end Korbanet Dababahem, because there's no... Korban uh, that is brought on those days. But you have nothing wrong to say the other parashiot. It's like reading from the Torah. However, if he is a Torah scholar, he should he should worry a lot of the parasha of the day. Uh, I guess is a reference to the parasha of Shabbat. Also, someone who is an avel should not say the. Um, the korbanot because the korbanot bring happiness. 
Okay, it's, it's, it's had for many reasons, whether it's a korban of thanksgiving or because you know your sins are being forgiven and atoned for. There's a, there's a sense of happiness and an avel is not in a, in a state of happiness. So therefore he doesn't say kor, korbanot. Um, and from the previous law about the ben Torah, that's why some people, you know, they, they'll, they'll choose to ignore the korbanot and they'll say, okay, I was learning our gemar shir. Okay, so this is, this is your, you have a gemar shir early in the morning and you have to miss a part of tefillah. Okay, so you missed the korbanot because at least you were all sick by Torah. But that's assuming you're all sick by Torah and not uh, doing other things. Okay. Um, Zayn. <clears throat> Zayn. Kishaseyem parashat ola. When a person finishes the parasha of the burnt offering, Yomar, Yehida tzomin fanecha, maybe you will, Sheyeh zeh chasuv mkubar kilu ikrafti ola. That should be as if I brought ola. Vekach yomar achav parashat hamincha vashelamim. And so you should say after the mincha and the shelamim as well, Mipenesh hem baim bindaba because they come uh, or they're brought as a as a donation. So says the Mishnah Berurah in Sifkat and Yudchet. Aval achar parashat chatad lo yomarken. But we don't say this Yehidatzon after the chatad. The fish ena ba nedava because it doesn't come as a nedava. Ela imken avar abera shechavim alei chatad. Unless you know that you sinned and you have to say bring a chatad. So now you're saying this this parashat uh, the chatad. So now you can say Yehidatzon. The same thing with the guilt offering. The later sages wrote in the name of the Rashal that we should say this even after the guilt offering and the sin offering. But you should say it in Lashon of a doubt. As follows. If I uh, transgress a sin that requires a chatat, let this parasha, me reciting this parasha, be like I brought a korban. And if not, that's such like I read Torah and I get schar and I get reward for doing that. And that's how we should say after parashat Hashem. That's how the um, uh, Rashal says, but the Magen Avram uh, doesn't like this. He objects. He says, How can a person say, If I am chayav to be in chatat? The whole thing of a korban chatat is you need to have knowledge that you made a sin. Right? Why you, you can't just bring a korban chatat not knowing that you made a sin. So how can you say this Yehidatzon in a lashon, in a, in a way of doubt. Don't work that, that way. Okay, and he'ela magen Avraham. That's why magen Avraham says, the linyan chatat, lo yomar klala yiratzon. There's no yiratzon. Rak linyan asham vaday vasham talui, yuchal omal yiratzon zeal tenai. Only, uh, you can say by asham talui. Ach, im libod nokvo shema avar al chet. But if his heart is really pained that maybe he didn't have it out, ve'ayalo yediyah shechata v'shachar, and he knew that he sinned, he just maybe forgot about it, he can say this this Yehidatzon uh, after a chatad um, on, on, through a, the means of a condition. Again, we don't have a custom to do all these Yehidatzons. We just do one of them. Uh, that, that seems to cover all of, uh, all of what we're going to say. Chet. Yomar ima korbanot. The person should say with the korbanot, the pasuk, veshahat oto al yerech ha-mizbeach tzafona lifnei Hashem. And he shall slaughter it on the corner of Mizbeach, in the north, in front of Hashem. This is actually a Halachan Shuchan Aruch, that Pasuk, we say it actually twice in the Korbanot. This is actually brought down in, in Shuchan Aruch. says, the Mishnah Berurah, Now in days we say it, um, 
uh, after Parashat HaTamid. So the, uh, the Chachamim explained the reason why we do it, that at Akedat Yitzchak, God prepared two lambs. At Akedat Yitzchak, there was one, there was two lambs over there in preparation, both signifying what was going to take place in the future. The two lambs of the Korban Tamid. There's a Tamid Shal Shachar, the daily Korban in the morning, and the lamb that was brought, Tamid Shal Ben Armaim, in the afternoon. So every time B'nai Israel says, Safon Alifne Hashem, during the Korban Tamid, HaKadosh Baruch Hu remembers the Akedah. And that's obviously bring, like we said before, it brings zechuyot, it brings merit and protection for B'nai uh, Israel. That's what it says, Veshachat Oto, Deit Bamidrash, Dekol Mishe Omer Pasuk, Anybody that says this pasuk, Hakadosh Baruch Hu Zocher Akedat Yitzchak, God remembers the Akedah. And here is where we will end. Wishing everybody a wonderful evening ahead. Good night. So we say the Korbanot every time.